Before we get to the show, if you want to listen ad-free, go to gzmshows.com slash subscribers. That's gzmshows.com slash subscribers. Hi, and welcome to the Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian. My name is Jonathan. Bebop. Bebop? Jonathan. What are you doing? Well, I'm co-host now. Yeah, so, but this is my part of the show. Yeah, but if I'm co-host, then I should be able to say the same things that you say. But you can't say them at the same time, or it's going to mess everything up. Jonathan, we are co-hosts. We're going to co-host the show. Come on, let's roll the tape back, and we'll do it again. Uh, oh, okay. Hi, Hi and welcome, welcome to the Alien Adventures, Adventures of Finn Caspian. My, my name is Jonathan Bebop, Messenger, Robo-Mogo, and with me, as always, me, as is, always my co-host, is my co-host, Bebop Jonathan Robomogo Wanatron. Okay, that was weird. It wasn't weird, Jonathan. It was perfect. Okay, well, we can agree to disagree with that as co-hosts. But listen, we need to get right into this episode, or else we'll be here all day going back and forth. I agree, Jonathan. If you remember what happened in the last episode, Finn was given a moral quandary. There was a meteor and a spaceship crashing into a planet, and the magical alien told Finn that he had to save one or the other to test his character. What would Finn do? Let's find out in the Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian. Uh, Jonathan, I don't actually know the name of this episode. <laughs> yes, you need me. The Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian, the old switcheroo. That's the name. Those are your first tests of character, said the alien. The yellow one is one of our spaceships, carrying a crew of twelve of our kind. They are our top wizards, sorcerers who could heal the whole planet if they finished their work. Their spaceship is in a tailspin, and it will crash into the sea, vaporizing their ship. The orange one is a standard run-of-the-mill meteorite that will crash into one of our most populated villages, but... You only have time to stop one. Will you stop the ship carrying 12 of our top wizards? Or stop the meteor from striking a village of hundreds? You decide. Um, I don't like this test, said Finn. Can I just say flapto-clapto and save them both? Nope. Finn looked at the alien, who was watching him intently to see what he would decide. So you're just going to let a ship explode, or a meteor crash, just to prove a point? What about all those people? They're, you know, on board with this, said the alien. You know, more or less. They don't mind being part of a larger project, shall we say. Just trust me on this one. Finn shook his head. He knew the alien was lying. When Bunce had talked about these magical aliens before, he had made them sound incredibly dangerous. Now Finn could see why. Not only were they powerful enough to make an entire planet appear or disappear but they could play these games with the lives of the aliens on their planet. So how do I do this? said Finn. It's not like me sitting in my pod can stop a meteor or a crashing spaceship. How do I actually stop either of them? It is a simple time reversal spell, said the alien. Using it well in this case will show us that you not only have the character to use our magic, but the ability. When you've made your decision... 
I will tell you the spell, and then you can cast it and stop one of the falling objects by narrowly changing the time stream. The meteor will simply reverse course, or the ship will return back to the stars, and we will notify the crew of the danger. Which, by the way, there is a lot of danger coming very soon, so you better make your decision. Finn looked and he could see that the alien was right. The meteor and the spaceship were closing in on the planet. He would have to decide soon. I... I don't know what's best. It's simple, really, said the alien. I don't want to tell you what to do, but I did tell you that the crew of the spaceship was very important, very high-level wizards. Yes, you would be saving fewer lives if you stopped them and let the meteor crash, but maybe their lives matter more. Finn shivered at that idea. I... I don't think anyone matters any more than anyone else, he said. I don't care how important you said anyone is. So you've made your decision then, said the alien. I have, said Finn. Tell me the spell. It's Flapdo Clapdo, said the alien. Really? said Finn. No, I'm just joking, said the alien. It's a very serious spell, very powerful. It can turn back the clock on a very focused object. You simply have to look at whichever object you're going to save, think clearly, and say the spell and you will reverse its timeline. Finn nodded. Okay, give it to me slowly. The spell is, said the alien, banana time. Come on, seriously, said Finn. What, said the alien. Bananas are delicious, and they are slippery, and you're making time slip backwards. It makes perfect sense. It's very elegant. Sure, whatever you say, said Finn. Okay, here goes. Finn turned his eyes to the meteor and he stared at it. It was just a minute away from crashing into the planet's atmosphere. Then he looked at the spaceship, full of so-called important aliens. It too was only a minute away. He stared intently at the ship and tried to see the words, banana time, in his head. The alien smiled when he saw that Finn had chosen the ship. But then, Finn closed his eyes and as loud as he could, he shouted, BANANA TIME! He opened his eyes. Both the ship and the meteor were still streaking toward the planet. The alien was surprised. I am sorry to see this, he said. I thought you had the power within you to work our magic. Oh, I do, said Finn. Foggy, say hi. Good day, sir. What? What is this? This is my friend Foggy. I closed my eyes and I pictured him and turned back his timeline from before he disappeared. Foggy, do me a favor. See that meteor over there? Could you give it the old Foggy one-two punch and break it before it crashes into the planet? Sounds fun, shouted Foggy, and he flew away. This is against the rules. This is cheating, said the alien. And pointless anyway, since you still made the same decision. The ship will still crash. Hold that thought, said Finn. He powered up the pod and zoomed toward the ship. He caught up to it just as it was about to hit the planet's atmosphere. Eject! shouted Finn. I got you! A door opened on the spaceship, and about a dozen little green aliens floated out of the ship, spreading across the sky. While the ship continued down to the planet, Finn zipped around and opened his own hatch. Soon all the aliens were crowded inside the pod, and Finn felt very squished, but very happy. He piloted the pod back to where the alien was, and Foggy met him there.
You did not play the game, said the alien. You cheated. I am very disappointed. Do you want to explain to your people here inside the pod what the game was, said Finn? Or should I? No, no need, said the alien. They trusted me 100%. Are you sure? It seemed like a big deal. You were just going to... No, no. They're not interested in rehashing old conversations. Listen, this guy told me you either all crash and get vaporized, or that meteor crashed into one of your biggest towns, and I had to stop one or the other. Before Finn knew what was happening, the alien he had been talking to was gone, and the other aliens were all out of his ship, and Foggy was sitting next to him. Nice to have you back, buddy. Nice to be back, friend. Okay, aliens whose lives I just saved, can you do me a favor? I need to get my friends back. The aliens, floating outside the pod, all simply looked at Finn and said nothing. He noticed there were fewer of them than he thought. Not a dozen at all, just a handful. Where had the others gone? So, can you guys help me since I helped you? Still nothing. Okay, look. My name is Finn Caspian. Your magic made all my friends disappear. Your buddy over there almost let you crash into the ocean, but I saved you. Could you please return the favor and help me bring my friends back? Finn, said one of the aliens. It's us. It's me. Abigail. Okay, what's happening? Friends are aliens. Aliens are friends. Chaos has ensued. So now, if it's true, if it's true, that Abigail and the other explorers are now aliens, what do they do? What does Finn do? How do they come back together? We will find out in our next episode. In the meantime, it is time to talk about some jokes. We've got a joke from our good friend Mason, who is seven. He asked, why is ten afraid of nine? Because nine eight seven. <laughs> I've heard that joke the other way before. Why was seven... Was it? Yeah, why was six afraid of seven? Seven, eight, nine. I like the reverse side of things. It kind of... Uh, Mess with my mind a little bit. Good job, Mason. And now our pal Gopal has a joke for us. Let's hear your joke, Gopal. Hi, Jonathan Bebop. This is my joke. What did Baron Von Missingham say when he entered the Bob plant? I, Bob, will Bob get Bob Bebop. Bye, love your show. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much. All right, everybody. That's it for this week's episode. Keep sending in those jokes, earth at fincaspian.com, and we will play them on the show. And in the meantime, let's try to think of how Finn and his new alien friends can solve their predicament. Thanks so much, and we will see you next week! Thanks for coming back for episode two of our new season. Very excited about it. Do send in those jokes. Keep sending in that art. Earth at Finn Caspian is the best place to send them. Thank you all so much. The Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian is a Gen Z kids production written and produced by Jonathan Messenger, edited and guided by Griffin Messenger with special thanks to Maria Villanueva. Emerson Messenger is our intern. 
The music you hear at the beginning and end of every show is by Mark Greenberg, recently voted the nicest human in the multiverse. Our cover art is by Sir Ian Dingman. And if you need more podcasts for the whole family, go to gzmshows.com to find them. Bye, bye, bye. Okay, I'm still workshopping names for this episode. Bebopperoo. Be best Bebop episode. Bebop is the co-host. Okay, I think I'm on to something there. Hey, parents and teachers. Have you heard about gzmclassroom.com? It's a website where teachers can get companion resources for everyone's favorite GZM shows. Six Minutes, Mars Patel, Podcast Title Pending, Seis Minutos, The Res, Becoming Mother Nature, Iowa Chapman and the Last Dog, Treasure Island 2020, The Hollow, Young Ben Franklin, and The Big Fib all have companion resources for additional critical thinking, listening comprehension, and ultimately creativity. We made them just for you. And oh yeah, they're free. Free! The people on Facebook didn't believe us, but they are F-R-E-E free. Head to gzmclassroom.com and get yours today.